Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting Podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by David Thomas. It is amazing. What a privilege to speak to you. Hello, everybody that is online. Can we get some wave emojis going on online, please, to make me feel a bit more comfortable up here? Now, as Pastor Paul rightly said, this is our last Sunday for a while, but it's not our final Sunday. Unfortunately, or not unfortunately, I was part of Kingdom Faith when I was in the womb. When Pastor Colin was beginning down south, I was in the womb with my, well, with my mother. That'd be, that's a relief. So if you were to cut me open, my DNA would say, Kingdom Faith, Kingdom Faith. So this is not the end. Okay. Now, this, is, this message today is a response uh, from Paul Mann's, we- Paul, Mann we- Paul Mann's wearing. Paul is a man that wears things, absolutely. Um, a response from Paul Mann wearing seminar. Who's seen that? What's beautiful to you? Okay. I love this new setup. Relaxed. What a format. No, it's brilliant. Unfortunately, I couldn't have my classroom set up this way. But it's absolutely fantastic. So, a bit of audience participation, and online as well. What is beautiful to you? Wait one moment for me. Okay. What is beautiful to you? We're not talking about the temporary or four sausage rolls from Coopland's. Okay, or the next dress, or anything that is temporary. But when you really think about it, what is beautiful to you? What gets your heart going? Okay, 30 seconds with the person next to you, and then I love some some shout outs. Off you go. Fantastic. Okay, a few more moments. We've had children. You can can put it in the chat as well if you wish. We've had children. Heard someone say family as well. There's a difference there. There's a difference there. Okay, can I have some contributions, please? Just some shout-outs. Family, friends, what was that one? Love, yes, remembering those that have gone before us. Nature, this idea of looking at God's creation, being in awe of it. I was, there was that, there's that famous, not fake, well, it's a famous verse. It's a verse that Pastor Paul used a lot and others. I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? I looked at this this morning. The maker of heaven and earth. The person that created, I'm shouting very loud, aren't I? I'm getting, I'm so sorry. This is what's beautiful to me. Yes. The person that created me and you is our helper. Glorious, isn't it? So that's what our focus is going to be, and that's what I want you to consider. 
as we go on this journey together of what is beautiful to you. Now, the thing that's beautiful, one of the most things that, are, that is so beautiful to me is journeys. We go on them every day, don't we? Some of them you remember, and some of them you don't. Yes? Okay. But journeys are the thing that really get me going. We see them in the Bible. We see physical ones. We see Abraham, maybe one of the most famous stories in the Bible. You can disagree with me. Um, one of the most famous journeys in the Bible, but you can disagree with that. We've got Moses leading the Israelites, the Jewish people, out of Egypt. We've got spiritual journeys from death to life. But each journey... I've split up into three different parts. Okay. We've got the mundane. Yeah, I thought it'd be like that. Mundane. We've got valleys. And we've got mountain tops. Yes, we've, we've got those three parts to our journey. The mundane. The everyday, what we go through every day, your walk to work, making a cup of tea, doing your daily duties, the mundane in life, the things that maybe are slightly boring to you, or your routine, okay? That's how I would define the mundane. We've then got the valleys. The valleys. The valleys for me okay, are times of hardship, times of tragedy, times when you really question if there is a God. And if so, where on earth are you? Okay? And then we've got the mountains. A time where we either acknowledge God or we forget about him. Mountain tops, the amazing experiences in life, maybe getting a new job, family, seeing your family move on, having a child, getting a qualification. There are so many more mountain tops, okay? The mountain tops of life, the amazing experiences, going on holiday, maybe. Maybe you can come up with some better mountain tops than I can. But those are the three parts to our journey, to where, or what I should say is what we go through in life, okay? The mundane, the valleys, and the mountain tops. Today, Lizzie and I are moving on in part of our journey. Now, how do we know that we are being steered in the right direction? How do we know if we're on the right path? An interesting one to think about, isn't it? How do you know whether you're following God? 
Or how do you know whether you are off track slightly? Now, a verse that was given to me, okay, that's led me through the mundane, the mountains, and the valleys, is Matthew 6.33. Do we know that one? It's a very well-known one. It says, maybe some of you are already saying it, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, say all these things, will be given to you as well. I wonder what all those things are. In the, just, just, on, just before Jesus says that, he's talking about not worrying. If God looks after the birds, if he clothes the flowers then why on earth should you worry about what you're, eat, what you're going to eat and drink? So the way we know whether we are pursuing God on our journey is if we're seeking him first. If we're choosing him first in the mundane, in the valleys, and in the mountaintops. Now, what should we go for first? The valleys. All the valleys. Ouch! Yes? When we're going through tragedy. Okay? Paul Manwaring spoke about it, didn't he? Uh, he addressed grief and how we've all lost things. Some of us may be small things. Some of us may be family members. Some of us may be jobs. But we've all lost something in this last year or so. Personally, I've lost, not just through the pandemic, but lost a lot in my life, like I'm sure you have in many different ways. Lost my dad when I was young. That made me lose, or enabled me to lose a lot of confidence, covered in shame. Shame's not our portion, is it? Not where we belong as believers. Thank you. Karina's agreeing with me. A passionate nod. Good. But valleys hurt. Why do valleys hurt? Well, when we're in a valley, what are we covered by? Darkness. Sometimes we don't know where to navigate, do we? We don't know what to see or what to look for. Okay? But here's what I do know. When I'm not faithful, he is faithful. In the valley. Sometimes... I cannot hold on, but he held up. Oh, sorry. He held up. In these last nine or ten years, you know, I've gone through some really tricky stuff in Scarborough. Many people in this room have helped me see things through the valley in small ways and in big ways. Hallelujah. The valleys. Thank you. The valleys. One thing I'd ask, and one thing I know of this, before I, came, before I became a teacher, I went through a really tricky patch of depression. And even in the valleys, God would sow seeds of hope. He'd sow seeds of hope. Maybe today, things are not going so well. Look out for the seeds of hope. Would you like to know one seed of hope, or shall I move on? Okay, a seed of hope. 
God saw something in me before I could see it myself. I was so caught up with myself and how low I was. Okay, and some of you think, Coy, David, you're being harsh there. I'm, I'm not feeling good and you're taking the mick out of me being low. No way, no way. But sometimes we can be too introspective when we're low, can't we? Focus a little bit too much on ourselves. I do not deny how you feel. Okay. I would be in the car. Okay. Going to get my daily fill of Doritos. No, listen. To please myself. I felt so low I had to go and eat. Maybe it was Doritos one day, chocolate the other. Maybe it was a combo if it was a really tricky day. But on the radio, at least twice. At least twice. Have you considered being a teacher? Why don't you join Scarborough Teaching Alliance? Why couldn't you train to teach on the, quote, on, the, on, the, on the coast? A seed of hope. And I thought, this still sticks with me, so it was hope. I thought, oh, even in the midst of my lowness, of my rubbishness, God was giving me seeds. Know that in your journey, there are always seeds of hope in the valley. Make sure you're listening, even when it's tricky. Hallelujah. So, then we have the mundane, the everyday. Who finds, hands up, the everyday a bit of a chore sometimes? Yeah. The everyday is the thing that builds you the most. The everyday is the thing that builds you the most. God loves character. He loves character. He's gifted you all with amazing things. Okay? But if those gifts are out of place, then we might lose it. We might go off on our own tangent. The mundane is the thing that refines us and guides us. The mundane here in Scarborough. When I came up for my, in, for my intern slip, uh, intern slip, it wasn't a slip, it was a ship. Okay, when I came up for my internship, I was made, I was given a, a glorious timetable. I was given, I remember, Monday's day off, Tuesday's would be at Lamplu, and we'd have a nine o'clock instead of an eight o'clock. That was definitely holy in comparison to Bible college when it was an eight o'clock. Nine o'clock. And then I do um, chores. Well, that's how I term them. <laughs> I did washing up. I'm surprised you can't see my bones. Okay. Lots of washing up. The Wednesday was Rainbow Center. Who's, who's been to the Rainbow Center here? Brilliant place where I would cook or more like uh, serve the older generation food while they had, I don't know, some kind of magician or uh, uh, an entertainer, a singer, 
Okay, Wednesdays, Thursdays was back at Lamplu, getting ready for conferences, uh, rooms for people with retreats. And then Thursday evening, God Encounter. Who remembers God Encounter at Lamplu? Yes. An amazing time. Honestly, I remember having those sliding doors open. That, the wind coming in in the summer. Oh, it was amazing. Fridays was Youth Angels with Dan on the, on the seafront. What, Dan, was it called the pod? The pod on the seafront. Now, why on earth am I reciting you my timetable? I am so thankful for those things. The mundane is the thing that defined me and refined me. Okay? Certainly not all that God wants me to be, but I've come a long way. Amen? And so, the mundane. Proverbs. I have referred to the Bible, haven't I? So I'm all right. I'm all right. Proverbs 17, verse 3. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. If you're going through the mundane, which I suggest you are because you've done very mundane things to get here so far today. Everyone's going through the mundane. Even if you're going through a valley or you're, or, or you're on a mountaintop, you're going through the mundane. See that as a way of proving yourself. But hear me right. God's not testing you. Fail. When I mark papers, I might say, you need more detail. Or brilliant work. Or add a little bit more description there. Or give up now. No, I'm joking. I don't say that. I don't say that. I don't say that. Okay. God's not there with his rod testing you, saying, not good enough. Why? Because he believes in me and in you. He's our father. And he's not a, a, a negative father. Maybe you've had that in your time. He's a father that cares. He is a father that is willing you to be all that you can be. And he gives us these little mundane things to refine and define. Because he believes in you. Yeah? He believes in you. Say, he believes in me. He delights in me. Hallelujah. Let that sink in for a moment. He believes in me. I think there's some mindsets that maybe just need to change a little bit. He believes in me. He tests us, not with an iron rod, although maybe it feels like that at times. Even if you feel like you're being slapped with an iron rod, it's a slap in love. He believes in you. Why? Because you're beautiful to him. He delights. Ooh. He delights in you. He's overwhelmed with you. He's in the business 
of taking you from death to life. Of you seeing joy in your mundane. Everything has a purpose with God. You know, I'll give you one more, oh, I'm running out of time. One more story about the mundane and then mountaintops and then we'll finish. In my mundane, I do duty every Monday at school, which means I, I, I help, oh, I don't help, I more just stand there feeling quite tired in the morning and, and at the end of the day, okay? I steer these beautiful children onto the bus. Put your mask on. Get off your phone. Yes. I try and look intimidating by putting my glasses down like this. But there was one moment, okay, in my mundane, and there was this chap, little year seven boy, and he was waiting by this reception. And he said, are you okay? Said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah, my mum's coming to pick me up. It's fine. Mum's coming to pick me up. I was like, oh, okay. And something hit me. When I was, well, actually, I was a lot younger than him at primary school, and I'm free of this now. My mum thought my nan was picking me up, and my nan thought my mum was picking me up. So what happened? No one came to pick me up. Yeah, uh-oh. That caused so much insecurity for me for years. I felt abandoned at times. But no one could console me. So there I am. This flooded back to me while I'm trying to talk to a year seven boy. How do you know you're getting home? But there was healing in my mundane. Are you sure you're okay? I said to him. Do you want me to wait with you? And he's like, oh, sir, just go away. Like, he didn't say that. You could tell he was thinking that. And I'm trying to be all kind, and I'm nearly like, my voice is croaking, and he's just like, oh, just go away, you know. But that brought so much healing to me. Allow God to be in your mundane. Allow him there. Allow him there. I don't always allow him, sometimes I miss him. But he wants to be there as much as he wants to be in your valleys and, in, and on your mountaintops. It's a relationship. We don't just turn up when we want God. God's not our vending machine. He wants to know you. We see that throughout the whole Bible, that he's a relational God. He's not a God that just wants to sort you out because you're an inconvenience. He's a God that wants to assist and provide. Okay, the mountaintops. Have a think. What are you most proud of? What are you most proud of? What is the thing that you think, wow, I'm so proud of that. So proud. I did that at school, or I did that in my late 20s, or I did that in my 30s, 40s, 50s. What 
are you most proud of? What is a mountaintop moment? The mountaintop, for me, I think Lizzie's one of my mountaintops. Yes. Hugh, if Lizzie's Everest, Hugh's K2. Okay. Mountain tops for me, getting my degree. I think another mountain top for me uh, is people like Paul and Kate, Brian and Shona, Adrian and Denise. When we led a house church, people believing in me and Lizzie. They're on that mountain top and they believed in me. And they still do. And others, people, most people that know us, you're there on the mountaintop. Uh, getting my degree. Other things. One of my favourite mountaintops was when I played cricket when I was young and I hit, I think I hit 37 and I got a trophy. Still remember it. I was so happy. So, so happy. Okay. Um, God wants to be with you on your mountaintop. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Those of you that are in valleys today, remember him when he has and has been faithful. Okay? Mountain tops. Sometimes we have to look at the mountain and have hope, but you will get that mountain top. Let's finish with, I could talk more about mountain tops, but I just want to finish with this prayer. Uh, close your eyes. Close your eyes. You're at home. Close your eyes. Now, we're all on journeys and we can all, we all need to be on the journey. We all need to agree and sign up to go on the journey. God doesn't make you go. Um, God, does, God will not force you to uh, partake in the journey if you don't want to. Many people think otherwise, but I know otherwise. God's never forced me to do anything. He's encouraged me to. He's prompted me to, but a good father never forces you. But here's what I know. If you commit to being the, on the journey, he will do this. A three, uh, Ephesians, Ephesians 3.20. Just let this sink in. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more you cannot measure it. I cannot measure what God's done with me in these last 10 years. Where tragedy has taken place in this room, God is going to outmeasure it with his goodness. Where tragedy has taken place in this room, God is going to outmeasure it with his goodness. I am testimony of that. Reach out your hands. Reach out your hands. Hold on to it now. Immeasurably more. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I just know that my God is good. Let's continue. Reach out your hands. More than we can ask or imagine. Another mountaintop. I went to a, I was a Chelsea fan. I prayed to God so I could go to watch Chelsea. My best friend became a Chelsea fan. I went to loads of matches and I got a friend out of it. Immeasurably more. 
according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. This is not just about you. This is about your generations. And that's not, that's not even referring just to your bloodline. That's referring to who you are investing in now. Forever and ever. Amen. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.